podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We'll be covering the huge with a rate my team, go over what the fuck happened over the weekend, pick out captains and cleans for the upcoming game week 14, and finally cover our teams. Yeah, it feels fucking so good to be back at yes. a regular, regular scheduled schedule. time. Head yep. of the FML FPL League is still Toby Keel, Cleveland Steamers. He's almost top 1K. He's uh, titting. He's representing. Yeah. Don't forget to join the league. Yeah, we'll have the league info and the shit as usual. And yep. the Rate My Team. Who's our Rate My Team from this week to Tuds? Jason, a.k.a. Czech Republic. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Defense? You want to read off? Yeah, he has uh, De Gea and Gomes at uh, goal. Then his defenders, he has Kolarov, Murdasacker, Johnny Evans, Simpson, and Naughton. Not great. I'm not happy with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Evans and Simpson are good Good guys to have, and I know Murdasacker is bad, but he's cheap, and he still plays for Arsenal. <laughs> but Kolarov, I don't know. Like, is the cliche Kolarov thing gonna be a thing, or is he just maybe gonna be it's first not words? a fucking thing, but it it probably should be a thing. It might not be a thing though. Yeah, that I mean Kolarov they need defensive just... help and until company and Amendi are back, so I don't know. Yeah, but like you look at their game against you guys this weekend, and Kolarov didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, no, he's just as threatening as anyone. Yeah, I, well, uh, he did fucking hit the fir- the first man on his crosses like every time and only win corners, which was infuriating me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I don't uh, know. I mean, like, Simpson's a fine pick at his price to get a starter. is good. But, like, the way I see it with Simpson is he absolutely needs to be your fifth. Yeah, not Because you're not going to start him in this next 10-week run for Leicester, you know? Yeah, but so and really so the since, problem is Naughton, because he's... Yeah, you exactly. Start so since he has Naughton, who's like, what, five or something? I mean, I think maybe four or nine. Swansea just is terrible. Then he's really he's really the main guy, yeah. Because if he... What, let me see. Yeah, he's four or nine. I mean, if he turns Naughton into, like, a Southampton defender or someone, like, decent to rotate and then put Simpson yeah. at fifth, then it looks yeah. really good. But yeah, I still, or Tottenham. It's easier to get to. Yeah, but Kolarov still... I mean, I have him. We'll get to that later, but he makes me so nervous. And he's so fucking expensive. Like, We'll get a yeah, good idea of what Pellegrini's thinking when we see their team sheet midweek. Because if Clichy mm. starts midweek, then Kolarov's nailed for the weekend, which would be the dream. Yeah. It's just like no one on his defense is like incredible and nailed you know what i mean yeah no that's very well evan they're all like a little on edge yeah but i think it's still workable i don't think it's bad yeah 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 totally it's not like an overhaul it's just like nervy yeah uh so we'll go to the attack he has iu still from swansea who returned very nicely this weekend uh mares alexis uh de bruyne and deli ali as the fifth mid and his strike force is Kane, Vardy, Lukaku. So he already did Pella to Lukaku. Right, so he used this free transfer already, and that's such a sound move. And he, he wrote to us that he did it just to beat the price rise, which was uh, a good move, yeah. Yeah, and he couldn't afford Kane, I don't think, instead. And Lukaku, you can make no, the argument. No, he has Kane. 
Huh? Isn't it? Doesn't he have Kane, Vardy, Lukaku? Oh, uh, yeah. Huh. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his, his, his attack is outstanding. I mean, it's so fucking good. The only missing guy is Aguero. really the, the main topic of the episode, which is Kuhn. Yeah, so, I mean, with that, I mean, he has Alexis and KDB, so that plus should I how to get Aguero, and we'll move into what the fuck happened. So mm. Aguero came back. His stats weren't great, but City kind of got played off the pitch, but he still had that worldy. Yeah, and he was still active. He still had that... Minule had to make that really nice save on that other defensive error when, like, yeah. on her back pass. Like, yeah. he could have easily had a brace that game in 60 yeah. minutes played. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just, he always has been the best player in FPL. And he will continue man, to be. It's just so. like who, who to leave out, right? Yeah, and that's the question is he has, so, like, Jason's team, and it's the same attack as I, Kane, Vardy, and Lukaku. I think. You can Kane's fixtures and his form are so good that I don't so think good. he is a reasonable option to switch out for Aguero right now. But no way. Yeah. Lukaku, same thing. I mean, he's been scoring like double digits every week, and their fixtures are a joke for the next six or so. Incredible. So yeah. it really leaves Vardy. Is like, is it worth it to get Vardy out for Aguero? And that, I mean, we could spend hours on this, but right now yeah. for me, I'm thinking no. Yeah, it doesn't seem urgent. Um, City don't have great fixtures. Like, for the next few, like three or four, you definitely captain Kane or Lukaku over Aguero, just based on fixtures. They also have Champs League. He's also fighting back from injury. Um, That said, I mean, like, it's weird. Like, before the Newcastle game... Not just me and you, I feel like a lot of people were ready to maybe move on from Mares, move on from Vardy. Um, and then they beat up on like the one of the worst teams in the league, and now everyone's like, no, you can't get rid of either of them. Well, it's like, they're not going to completely dominate United this weekend, probably. You know what I mean? No, I mean, they're so going to be playing People are just going to flip-flop right back and be like, oh, they got to go, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be playing counterattacking with, like, 25% possession. Yeah, but they're going to never see the ball. The greater picture is really, for me, looking at Vardy, is the form is out of control. There is no question about well, his form. Unprecedented, yeah. yeah. The, uh, I mean, the team creates a lot, and they're going to be good at counterattacking against the big teams. I mean, they are top of the table, which is ridiculous to say and think yeah. of at this stage. But, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucked, but it's cool. Um, yeah. But Vardy is still, his stats, even, I mean, Newcastle's a joke, but they were still, like, six shots in the box, three on target, some shit like that. His goal was fucking incredible. But someone on FFS, I just saw a post that really made me, like, wake up, was, like, if you looked at Vardy's goal record and were watching his form and he played for, like, Everton or Southampton... We wouldn't even be remotely considering dropping him in the wake of these fixtures. Like they're not. Yeah, he'd good. be the most undroppable player in yeah, fantasy. Like, the fixtures aren't good. They're United at home, away to Swansea, which is actually good because they're terrible. Yeah, that home is. Home to good. Chelsea, which is mm, whatever. Away to Everton, which isn't that bad because their defense has been leaking. Yeah, yeah. At Liverpool, which is pretty bad. Home City, which is pretty bad. But then they like it turns a little. They have Bournemouth home. Spurs away, which, uh, whatever, we're getting into January. Yeah, yeah, In the yeah, next yeah. six, like, 
they have some away, some homes, but they don't have any other competitions to deal with, whereas all the other top teams do, like you mentioned with Aguero. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at the busy, some, the busy winter fixture period where teams have like three games in a week, you know Aguero is going to either be playing 60 minutes at most or not getting one of those games, and Vardy's going to play all of them. Vardy's the difference play. of price is fucking yeah. $6 million, which yeah, is like man. a player. Like You could have like a six-player for that. Yeah, no, that's like six million is the difference between fucking I don't even know Lingard and KDB. <laughs> it's yeah, like so, who do you want to start of those two? You know. Yeah, so that's the thing is like a lot of us are looking at going really budget as the fourth midfielder at a five point five mil or under, mm -hmm. and upgrading Vardy to Aguero. Well, I don't even know if it's an upgrade, but changing Vardy to Aguero, and then yeah. you're looking at having to rely on that very unreliable midfielder. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. I mean, they're... I mean, I don't think it's fair to say I don't know if it's an upgrade to go it's an from Vardy to Kuhn. Like, he still only has, what, two braces all season, and he scored in, like, every fucking game. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Aguero braces for fun, you know? Like, he has that five-goal potential that no one else in the league has. He has hat-trick potential, which very few play players in the league have. So and it's definitely an upgrade, but to go... Most people have to take a minus four or a minus eight to even get there. It just seems like kind of insane. Yeah, I mean, you're right with Aguero. He should be owned by everyone, but the, it's just the price difference is that if you're looking yeah. at the true explosive nature of Aguero is utilized best from an FPL standpoint when you're captaining him. But when you look at the next like four or five fixtures that Hulu, Kaku, and Kane are playing, and they're both very explosive at this point because their form is such that... Right. Right. You can argue that it's it's okay to carry Vardy, who's getting you like eight points every game, like clockwork, captaining yep. either Lukaku or Kane, and then having your money at midfield versus having to start a Deli Ali or someone like this in your midfield regularly. Mm -hmm. It's a concern. That's uh, and, that's really the issue. It's the captaincy that really makes it um, sway against Aguero for most people because this is like the template forward line right now, right? And everyone, yeah. that you'd be insane to not Captain Kane or Lukaku over Aguero for at least the next four. But and so, then even when their fixtures are good, City, they have home Sunderland at Leicester. Those are two days apart. But is the he thing really going to play is, 90 in both those? I don't know. The thing about those, like, I'm looking at the fixtures and then I'm like, oh yeah, Aguero scored five goals this year in a game. So I'm like, okay, I would start, I would Captain Aguero this week home to Southampton over anyone else. Yeah? Yeah. I would captain him over Lukaku. Over Lukaku Bournemouth. at Bournemouth? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's Aguero home. Like, I don't need more argument than that. Like, yes, Lukaku's been consistent the last, like, month, but it's Aguero home or yeah. Lukaku away. I mean, unless we'll get if, to... Like, yeah. We'll get to our teams later, playing, like, but, like, if you don't have this template forward line, then you should absolutely do anything in your power to get Aguero, which I don't have. So, for me... It's less of an issue because over the long haul, I'm going to want Aguero, I think, over Kane. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to want to captain Aguero mm -hmm. because I don't have Kane. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get him in. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I already have Kane, so I'm not going to yeah. use a transfer there. I would rather do a workaround in the midfield to get him in for Vardy. Right. But... Even that, I, I'm still not... I mean, talking about it, it gets me excited about Aguero because, you know, I mean, we've been 
fucking beating off to a girl all year. <laughs> I mean, I had him like week one when he wasn't going to start, and I yep. got like two points or a point off him on the bench. And then, yep. I mean, I've had him. I've had him forever. When he's fit, I have him in my team, and it's just so fucking weird. Like, I don't feel nervous not having Vardy. I'm like, oh, I might miss like a seven point game, but when you watch City and it's like they could You're get shitting a pen- yourself. Yeah, it's like every ten minutes they have a pen out. Yeah, and like that also added to his general threat in open play it's just like yeah like it's it how much did the city liverpool game from this past weekend affect everyone's opinions on owning aguero for the future i think a lot probably yeah i mean it should because they looked like shit and he still yeah had like even if aguero only scored one goal but they won three nil and like really pinned liverpool back it'd be like god he's gonna score another fucking hat trick soon you know yeah but, mm, but yeah, weird, it's a, tough one. But it's, it's the toughest call in a This long is time. the toughest call because the thing is, like, earlier on the season when we were beating the drum on Aguero, it was like, you're a dumbass for not having him. That yeah. was when there really weren't any other slam dunk captaincy options available, right. even though he was blanking every week. Right. But now that we have Kane and Lukaku that are so, like, dominated, dominating so hard, mm-hmm. they, they, like we mentioned, just mitigate not having Aguero, and you could spread, spread, spread the money in the midfield. Yeah. And, and Silva's going to be back soon, and that just makes Aguero so much better. Yeah, I mean, when Silva's back, it's just... Yeah, I, I, re- I, like, I went through some stats, and like I was looking at KDB, and we, there's just <laughs> his stats have been horrific. Like, yeah, he's just been so fucking bad lately, and it so bad. really shows how good Silva is, how good and consistent Silva is, because I've never seen City look that bad with Silva in the lineup. Yeah, and I mean, when, KDB when, last two weeks has zero shots, not even shots on target, just zero, zero shots. Zero attempts. Twenty three crosses in two games, or only that's two, Navas. two through balls. Yeah, Navas. That's basically. Navas shit. They have Navas on both wings. That's why they just got fucking ran truck on by Liverpool. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm. I mean, for me, and we'll get to this later. But it's just Aguero or Vardy is. There is no answer. It's just what your gut tells you. And, Maybe if you're chasing, you want to get rid of Vardy because you know everyone's going to own him and just hope he goes on a string of blanks. But the fixtures aren't that bad for Vardy. And, I mean, we're totting to Aguero because he's Aguero. But if you captain other players like Lukaku or Kane, you can cover it without having Aguero and still having a good midfield. And chances yep. are if you have De Bruyne or if you have Silva and he's fit, like you're going to be getting the assist to Aguero goals or goals from his Aguero assists. So you're covering those points somewhat as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough. It's just really tough right now. And this also feels just like so make or break to the season. It's like right now, leading up to the Christmas period, do you get Aguero in or not is going to be whether or not you climb or you fall in the rankings. Right. There's so many games in the next like, next, like four or five weeks. So many. And then everyone has the January wild card, so it kind of like resets. Yeah. So, so it's the yeah, kind of thing. It really like, is a crucial period. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing. Like you could look at like, all right, I'm not going to get a Gore. I'm going to wait till January. See if he passes through fit through all the fucking games, and get him in January on the wild card. Not have to rip your team up too badly and make it look like shit. Like getting a sub five midfielder as your fourth, mm-hmm. and go that route. But you could also just get burned because he just starts scoring hat tricks for fun. And I mean, I wonder how much how much information do you think we can actually gather from next weekend. Like if someone were to save and just say, I want to see Vardy versus United, and I want to see one more game of Aguero. 
You can probably gain a lot of information. I don't know. I don't know if I, I think the only information you'll be able to gain is if Aguero gets re-injured or not. Well, yeah, but also I'm curious to see if Leicester just get like fucking dominated, which would not be surprising at all. I mean, I think they will get dominated, but I think it's going to be the same thing like when they played Arsenal earlier in the season. They got dominated possession-wise, but they still Varney still scored, scored and hit yeah, the post because they're gonna be still creating chances on counterattacks. Like even if they only get like five-ish counterattacks a game, yeah, they're gonna so fall. Good. The chances they're are gonna so fall to Vardy. Yeah. So, like, they could be 75-25 possession in the hole, and he could still be getting these great chances. And right. The form he's on, like, that's why I keep in the back of my head, I'm just like, I'm not going to Captain Vardy, like, till January, but he's so cheap, why would I do this to my team yeah. to get Aguero? It's a tough call, man, but let's move on, huh? Like, the, okay. yeah, you want to talk about the circles. budget midfielders a little bit? Because there's a lot emerging. Yeah, and that's also, for those of you who are thinking about Aguero, these are the kinds of midfielders you're looking to transfer in for either Alexis or De Bruyne Mm -hmm. to free up funds. So why don't we start with the Bournemouth pair, Josh King and uh, Gosling. Right, so King's out of position. His stats are out of fucking control. He's playing striker for Bournemouth. Mm -hmm. Um, He's 4'6". He's 4'6". He's free. Yeah. I'm really interested in him. I just wish they had some better fixtures coming up. Yeah, that's the thing with him is just that everything that I've read is that he's just really bad at football and he shouldn't be starting on any Premier League team if they're good. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's just fast and bad at finishing and bad at everything else. But right. uh, they were so fucking bad when they had Glenn Murray because they had no pace and they weren't be able to get anything on the counter. But Put Josh King in, he's all fast, whatever. And his goal was like a tap-in. No, he didn't do much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week. But, um, I mean, at 4-6, he's playing out of position, and, and he's going to be getting opportunities. Uh, I mean, I think he's a really good pick, but I don't think he's a good pick at your fourth midfield. He has to be your fifth. That's the thing. With the fourth mid- midfield spot, you're starting that every week. And yeah. Can you really yeah. trust any Bournemouth player to return every week? The answer so, is no. like, Dan Gosling's stats have been really good. Yeah. He's 4-4. Um, I think he is a little more, he has a little more quality. He's a little more clinical than Josh King, what I've seen in the last couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. I'm not, like, a Bournemouth expert, but yeah, I would be more comfortable starting Gosling week in, week out than King because I feel like Gosling's been nailed all year. And I think King is bad. So, I think, I don't know if Yeah, he's, he's like, a temporary experiment yeah. almost. Yeah, and... I don't know if the temporary experience is going to go to the January transfer or they get someone else, but I mm. don't really want to find out. And I would rather have Gosling than King at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. But again, at the fourth mid, like you want to kill yourself if you have to rely on that for returns. Because those, especially with the fixtures, even though Bournemouth will create chances in general, that, that just seems like a one or, or a two-pointer waiting to happen every week. Yeah, I mean, their next four are home Everton, at Chelsea, home United, at West Brom. Mm-hmm. Not good. Mm-mm. Uh, who else are we looking at at this? Well, Ali's popular now. He scored that screamer deflected goal that's really overhyped for England. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he was so good versus Arsenal and West Ham. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about during the West Ham game, like, he was basically just playing in the hole. Yeah, and... like Dembele was the one dropping deep. Yeah, and in the in, in the past, from what I was, I mean, I haven't seen every Spurs game, but I was understanding that Ali was kind of more of like the double pivot, and Dembele was playing more forward, so it looks like they switched roles this game, and Dembele, I thought, was pretty poor mm-hmm. in general. I thought he wasn't really, like, commanding, he's just not, like, good defensively. He was okay, like, making passes forward, but, like, he can't, like, 
intercept passes and make slide tackles. Right, right, but right. Ali going forward though, he had the assists. He could have he hit the fucking post on a header or something like that. Yeah, he was so active. he was everywhere. He was so yeah. good. But he got that fifth red, so he's banned for next game. So that sucks. Fifth red. <laughs> fifth yellow. Fifth red. He's banned twenty five games. Fifth red. He's that's Lee Catermull status. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, he's banned for a game. That sucks. But it sucks because he's the kind of player who I would honestly. I mean, they had Lamelo was out, him. but yeah. that's Sun's place. Like Dembele, whatever. But like, even when Dali Ali was playing box to box, like he was still getting forward. Like he looks so good, and like he's five mil. He's so fucking cheap. I wouldn't mind having to punt on him as your fourth mid. Like, yeah, he's the see, kind of player the... who I would be okay with. Yeah, and he's on a good get. team, which is such an important factor. Yeah, that's you. He's because like, he's like King Gosling are on a relegating team. Yeah, and, exactly. Like they're not going to get opportunities no matter what. Yeah. On, on their day, Spurs are going to have possession the final third always. Yeah. So the chance, I, I, I mean, it, it was a. I mean, he was the best player on the pitch for for Spurs for me in the yeah, game. I, mean, I totally agree. Not, he was not just, even close. Yeah, he was everywhere. He was yeah. absolutely everywhere. Yep. And at five mil, it's just the timing is bad because I know like this is the week a lot of people are like, okay, it's time to get Aguero in, and you can't really look at him if he's going to be banned, but. If you wait a week, like he's he's the kind of player as your fourth mid that I think could be a little sneaky good pick, and he looks great. You know, yeah, I like him a good. lot. And they have some good fixtures too. Yeah, I mean every fixture is good for Spurs because they're probably going to finish in the top four this year. They look incredible. Yeah, yeah they they look awesome. Everyone's like waiting for them to fall off, and it's just it's not happening. Not happening. Yeah. Keep waiting. It's not happening. Um, another guy that we brought up last week is Lingard, who, again, looked really good and active. And he actually played even further forward than he did in the past, but it's still United. Yeah, I mean, it's still just a bad offensive team. But he's 4-5. Yeah. He had really good stats this weekend. The, the Their goal that they scored at the end of the game, he was like very close to scoring or assisting. It was just like a weird shit. Like, But he sent that ball in from the corner of the box. Yeah. But he's been really, really good. And to be honest, he's only started two games. And it was home West, Brand- home West Brom and at Watford, like two pretty difficult teams to break down. I, I still think he's a good option just with their fixtures. I think he's a great option. I mean, his price, his nailedness. At, yeah. I mean, I mean he's like, been their best player the last two games, I think. Yeah, I think absolutely. And he's probably going to be the guy that I go for. I mean, he's four or five in my in my coon heist. Really? Yeah, I think so. I I, I mean, like, listen to these next five fixtures: at Leicester, home West Ham, at Bournemouth, home Norwich. Well, at Stoke's not good anymore because they just clean sheet every week. But those four at least are just like incredible. So okay, let's del- let's delve deeper into Lingard. So talk to me. They have Herrera, Rooney, Martial. Well, Herrera's hurt. Yeah, I know, but I'm just listing all the players. Cause we're, oh, okay, okay. If you get Lingard right now, you don't want to spend another transfer on that spot until probably your wild card, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you want to look at him as someone that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. When they have a game every three days, are they? is he going to be like, oh, Fellaini's healthy today, like, Young's healthy, like, I'll play some crazy shit and put Young, like... Blend at fullback and young and left wing and play a like crazy philosophy. I mean, are you asking me if I can rely on Louis Van Gaal for anything? The answer is no. The answer is no. But if you have him as your fourth mid and your fifth mid is a piece of fucking shit, like, what do you think about that? I think that's not good. 
I think it's really scary. But I have a really strong defense as my only like comeback. And in most cases, I can comfortably start a fourth defender, like like to be the number one on my bench. That I wouldn't have okay. Wanyama coming in, who's just an automatic blank, and yeah. I have like at least a shout at a clean sheet or some attacking returns. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. I mean, it's not. But that's the thing is, it's just like what I'm thinking about. It, it's like Lingard is who you're gonna have to start every like. Lingard and Aguero versus, like, Vardy, who's fucking hasn't not scored since August. Yeah. And then, like, De Bruyne. No, but are, that's, not, mean, that's not my scenario. You're right. I'm Mitrovic. You're right. I'm fucking being stupid, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's not that case. I yeah. have a blank every week yeah. at forward. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean... So it's, like, me versus... It's basically, do I want... Like, Lingard, Kuhn, or do I want, like, Kane, like, Delafeu, or, like, Kane, Mares. Ayu. Uh, yeah. Something That's like that. much closer. Even Kane Firmino, if I wanted to double Liverpool, but he's not even really nailed. No, he's definitely not nailed. Yeah. If we were playing fucking Pellegrini, the walking cigarette man, every week, he'd be nailed. Does he smoke like Billich? I don't know, but he looks like a cigarette. Yeah, he does look like his eyes are his eyes are like I mean that moment in time when he was just leaning back like holding his knee. Yeah, that that was like time was suspended. That was like one of the best moments of the season for me. Yeah, that was NBC whoever there. Yeah, they did a great job just holding that. It was like uh, it's like a horror movie, you know? So the last, I think the last budget mid we wanted to look at was Lanzini, who, I mean, you know, last week, I saved last week, but yeah. I was very deep in the tank considering doing uh, Alexis and Vardy out for Aguero and Lanzini for a hit, and I ended up not doing anything. Right. But um, Lanzini, at West Ham, they got dismantled. Dismantled. That said, he scored the goal. Mm-hmm. And that's seven points. He scored the goal and actually had good stats. Yeah. Like, he's the only guy who had, like, shots and some dribbles and take-ons and all that yeah. shit. And so, I mean, he, he rose up to 5-4, but... I mean, at 5-4, the fixtures are bad, but they're, they're always, like, theoretically that counter-attacking team or whatever the fuck. But, yeah, um, and he took over the Piat rule fully. Yeah, he's I mean, just he like was in the free hole. roaming, attacking, yeah, do whatever he, you want. Yeah, he had no position really. Yeah. He was just going anywhere he wanted. Yeah. But, I mean, West Ham got so ridiculously and thoroughly dominated. Yeah, that's why to me it just feels a little bit lucky. Yeah. Like, it but was a nice time, finish, but it was like, it took a really, really bad mistake by Kyle Walker to even get a good chance. Yeah, but at the same, and it was like 89th minute. Yeah, it was just shit. like, oh, okay. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you look at him, it's like, okay, he's nailed as the most central attacking player for West Ham. Yeah. Versus someone like Lingard, who is like on a bad attacking team, but you know, like we fall into this trap when I was talking about Mata a couple pods ago. It's yeah. like, are we being stupid? Because it's like, oh, Lingard, he's on United. Like, right, it's right, Manchester right. United. Like, they suck at attacking and they don't create a lot of chances. So. Totally. Is Lanzini for just point nine more, just like a way better option? Because I think if he West is. scores. Yeah, I think he it's is. It's the same with Pie. Like he's going to be involved. Yeah, I think he is. I, if I yeah. could afford that same double move and get Lanzini, I would without a doubt. I think he's a much better option than Lingard. Yeah. 
Or or either of the Bournemouth guys we mentioned. Yeah, definitely. He's just a little bit more. And, like, yeah. you're going to be holding your breath because West Ham are probably due to drop lots of points without Pyatt. But he's good. He's classy. Yeah, he is really good. I mean, that, and that finish, he had a lot to do. Yeah, nice no, it was finish. a really nice finish. Yeah. The, the finish of the game in that game was uh, clearly Kane's Navas moment. How would you feel about that, Walsh? In the first half? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to get you riled up a little. You know how I felt. As... <laughs> <laughs> well, the things Walsh texts me when shit like that goes down is just the best thing ever. Fuck. And with the captaincy, too. Did he, when he scored, yeah, no, that's the thing is with the captaincy. Like, I like the dog. I have, I just got a puppy a couple weeks ago, a little bus turn. Like, so I'm waking up really early, like, with the dog. So I'm a little less, well, a little less intense on the football as normal. But the West Ham, I was like, Lauren, like, wake up. Like, you need, my wife, I was like, you need to watch the dog. So I'm watching my captain, like, I'm just like, <laughs> out of my face. So the dog, like, somehow, like, got us, wiggled out of Lauren's arms and was into my lap when I'm watching. And, Came like that, he started to break through, and I like threw the dog onto the floor. Oh my god, and like jumped out of the couch because I'm like, This is a goal. <laughs> and then Kane fucking fucks up so badly and side foots it into oblivion. Yeah, and I just start screaming, and the dog's like scared, runs away. So it's just bad. <laughs> but like, if Kane scored, it's like great. Like, second half, Kane scored, like the dog was in my lap, Lauren was gonna go get bagels. Everyone's happy. I picked the dog up, and I was dancing, and Lauren's laughing at me because, like, that's a brace. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> beautiful morning. A beautiful yeah, morning. the margins are so massive. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great it's when great. your captain nets, in, nets it early in the second yeah. half and you can just and, relax. And, and the thing is, like, that's so... Ultimately, that caused me so much undue stress was, like, I got one more point out of him versus just Captain Lukaku. He played earlier. Like, I'm happy. Yeah, true. Like, I wish I did that and got one less point because I wouldn't have been freaking the fuck out all Sunday morning. True. You would have had such a chill Sunday. Oh, I wouldn't have given a fuck. He could have, like, gotten three points. I would have been like, don't worry, my captain got double digits. <laughs> uh, that's all right, let's move on. Yep. Um, I think we should Captain's touch on Queens? Everton because they're just... Oh, Everton. They yeah. just look so good going forward. Like, I've never seen them look this good. No, never. Yeah, like I mean, they're Luka- too, Luka- so free-flowing, just like back heels. They look like fucking Barcelona. Lukaku has just been out of control. That fucking header goal. So sick. When it was like he came across his body like backwards to fucking directionally away from the keeper. Not to mention he just... got taken out right before that. And he just like yeah. popped right back up, back battling. Yeah, it was so nice. The thing about Lukaku that, like, and you know, like, I've always had a thing for him, but he's, like, negative years old. He's, like, the youngest thing ever. Yeah, he's, and he's 22, so, right? Yeah, he's so good. Like, yeah. He has, like, he was, like, someone with, like, a, two other players, like Ronaldo and some other fuck, to have, like, 50 goals in the Premier League. Yeah, it was League Ronaldo, before, like, Wayne Rooney, Michael yeah. Owen, and it's like. Bro, Fowler Lukaku, or like, like ridiculous. And on the, in the FPL community, it's like, we make fun of him. It's like, oh, troll Kaku, like, he scores against bad, like, good teams and blanks against bad teams. Like, he's fucking 20-some shit, like, 23. He's 22. He, just, he Obviously, Chelsea should have never sold him. He's so nah. fucking good. 
He's so much better than Costa. It's ridiculous, actually. He's so good. Yeah, like, it's... But, like, do you remember, like, preseason, dude? We were fucking going nuts about Lukaku, and we didn't hook him. Yeah, I know. That we both wanted me. him. We got Benteke, and he sucked. We both wanted him. Yeah. Even though Benteke Gomez like, scored, oh, like, first four games of the season. Remember I teased with starting the season with Lukaku because Gomez said Chelsea? Yeah. Because uh, I was like, I have an extra million, I might as well. And I was like, no, nah, that's stupid. I'm like banking a transfer early. Yeah. Fuck. Meanwhile, <laughs> he's so he's good. Just like, he's been so good all year. He's been so good. But yeah, the thing that we were talking about a little bit is like, so a lot of people have double, double Everton because honestly, Lukaku is like the most obvious striker to own in all of FPL, I think, right now because he's... That, Behind Vardy. Well, yeah. I mean, most people have Vardy already, but he's just... Yeah. He's in between Kane and Vardy and Price. He's a great captaincy option with the best fixtures imaginable. So everyone should have Lukaku. And then a lot of people also have Barkley or De La Feu. And is there any reason to not have both for this next run? No. I mean, not at all. And that's the other thing is people that have Mares. Yeah. There's, I can't really find a reasonable argument for owning Mares right now over, well, maybe Barkley, but De La Faye, like, as much as I hate him and I've been shitting on him in the pod, like, yeah. he creates so much, and every, the way Everton look and the fixtures they have, they have the propensity to be able to score three-plus in any of the games in the next six weeks, whereas Leicester, their ceiling in the next six weeks are scoring two goals a game. Yeah, totally. It's so, like, that's the difference. And uh, the price is similar. Mars is, oh, he's classier or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, 50% on, like, I don't care. Yeah. You want to get players that are going to score more than your rivals will have. So Yeah, luckily the I fixtures, held tight with Barkley. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, Barkley's 19-pointer was just out of control. But in general, I would be less convinced to do the move to Barkley just because... The second goal was just ridiculous luck and such a fuck up by the keep by by. Guzan. I mean, and the first goal was just a like deflected tap, and neither yeah, goal was like. Yeah, neither goal good. was like. Oh wow. <laughs> the yeah, assist like, was incredible great. though. Yeah, the assist was beautiful, but and he'll do that. Yeah. But so will De Lafayette, and he's still he's a little. Yeah, less, I would like, if I, I had if I didn't have either, I would definitely choose De Lafayette. Yeah, I am there, but I mean, having and again, it's a luxury transfer, it sort of, but. That's something I would be wanting to look at because Lukaku is going to be on every, everyone in the top ten. Kerrigan is going to have Lukaku like ninety percent of the teams like after next week. Mm-hmm. The difference is going to be having like they have Mares like if you have Dalafe or Barkley like that. Those are the differential spots we keep talking about on the pod that are going to propel you. And I mean Mares gets an assist, he has max bonus, he has a nine pointer. Like that's a nightmare for everyone who doesn't have him like me and you. But mm-hmm. in general, when their fixtures are as tough as they are coming up for Leicester, yeah. I think it's going to be fewer and farther between for Mara's point holes. Well, so. also, that, like, a huge factor that we kind of haven't discussed that just came naturally just now is that, like, he's not going to get max bonus on just an assist against the top teams. No. When, when their possession is, like, 30, 25%, like, he's not going to have all those dribbles and interceptions and just, like, yeah. he's not going to be, like, breaking everyone on United's ankles all day. They're just yeah. better players. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's actually a huge factor with Mars because the bonus is such a big part of his scoring. It really is. Because like every Pia, time he gets a return. And were just like tri- max bonus every week. Yeah, he was kind of like Fabregas last, last year. Yeah. And it was like, if he, gets an, if he gets a return, he's getting at least two bonus. Yeah. Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jason is actually a good, like our Rate My Team, like that's a good example of a team who 
that transfer might be his next week transfer, like Mars to Delafeu or something. Yeah, because I mean, he, he has that, that template forward line of Kane, Vardy, Lukaku, and mm-hmm. he's probably not touching that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Just talking. Yeah, no. Just talking yeah, about no, that. Yeah, No, you're good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Everton looked just right. I mean, with Dale, Fam, and Barkley, both at under 7 mil, like those are also make-weights for Aguero. Like, they're, they should be the picks of the litter for that price bracket. Yeah, absolutely. Field for sure. Yeah. Also, also, fucking Coleman. Dude, yeah, he finally got his assist. I love Shane. And they Jeff finally assist. got a clean. Clean. The fixtures are so good. I'm. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. I mean, I love Coleman, Coleman but like, love. their defense still looks pretty fucking bad. Fiona's Mori was a lot better this weekend though. He had one really bad fuck up though. Did he? I missed it. Yeah, he like let in. I forget who just like clean through, and Howard had to come out and clean it up. But yeah, I mean, overall they just dominated, and so it didn't matter. But yeah. It's like the same thing with what happened in the Spurs game where they're going to dominate the next six games or whatever, possession-wise. It's just if they don't have that lapse to give up a goal. Yeah, that one lapse, that's it. Dude, Everton's fixture, just to say out loud on the pod, for those of you who are driving or whatever, Mm -hmm. at Bournemouth, home Palace, at Norwich, home Leicester, at Newcastle, home Stoke. I mean, just... That takes you till twenty the year 2016. Yeah, that's just out of control, dude. Like, you want more than just Lukaku and... Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Uh, let's go to Captain's Plans. Yeah, I agree. Um, Where do you want to start? Start with Captain's. Okay. We're right um, on cue. I think Lukaku's definitely a shout at Bournemouth. Yeah, he's probably going to be leading polls. Yeah, you Leading captaincy. So. Yeah. It's just like, I still, you know how I like captaining home players. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree that it's, it's a big drop to captain mm-hmm. away player fully. But Bournemouth just... If they have, like, one or two cleans all year, they're all fucked up. Yeah. No, they're bad. They're bad. It's just, I'm, it's still, like, the combination of an away player and it's Lukaku where I'm still, like, not ready. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had a better option. I might transfer in a better option, but as of right now, he's he's my armband. But, like, okay, so Lukaku versus Aguero, where do you go? Aguero home, Southampton. Yeah. If, assuming Aguero doesn't play midweek. Let's, well, he probably will. I'm just assuming that he... I don't think he will because Pellegrini said specifically in his press conference they already qualified for out-of-group stage, so, like, they're chilling. That's fucking stupid, though. But why? Like, it doesn't matter if you finish first or second. It matters a Champions lot League. if you finish first or second. Does it? Yeah, dude. It's the difference between playing the top teams in the group or the second-place teams. So it's the mm. difference between playing, like, Bayern or Olympiacos. Yeah. Or, like, you know, or playing, yeah. like, fucking Barca or Roma. Okay, so let's say, say Kuhn plays midweek. Yeah. You want to start Lukaku in the I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I can't make this calm spot. It doesn't spot. matter. Like, I, I'd probably, like Southampton go, or I'd like probably go Aguero, to be honest. But, like, when you have Aguero, but like, that's the stupid. feeling that you get inside when you have him is so... It's... There's no replacement for the feels. Yeah, no. He's it's... the best thing ever. Like, yeah. seeing the, the powder blue at top, it's the most expensive player in the game. His name's Aguero with the little umlauts over his his letters. Like, Kuhn. He's, it's Kuhn. Like, it cometh. It's Kuhn. <laughs> you captain Yeah, Kuhn. I'd probably go Aguero. I'd probably go Aguero. When, if you have him, it doesn't matter. Like, you just captain him. Yeah. 
It's pretty I'm blind, definitely yeah. transferring him in. Wow. Well, I was like not even thinking about transferring him before the pod. And I'm definitely some weird things him. happen when you pod. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely transferring. Vardy is out of my fucking team. I'm definitely <laughs> transferring him. It's going to be good. <laughs> yes, I love it, dude. Vardy likes to party. Yeah, I like Vardy's when Vardy out. after like on Match of the Day, they did like a little, little interview with him. And oh, yeah, everything he said great. was worthless. And then he was like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we got a little clean sheet. Maybe the gaffer will get us pizza yeah, again. Pizza, <laughs> it's yeah. like, cool, it. dude. We gave your pizza, dude. I'm That's what's important. He's, he's a five foot nine murdering savage. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Kane. Kane home to Chelsea? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a shot. He fucking destroyed Chelsea last year. Okay. And also, he has like yeah, this incredible goal-scoring record in derbies. He just like destroys all derbies. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's from London and gets up for those games. Is he? Well, did he grow up a Spurs supporter? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, so that's a shot. Also, I mean, Arsenal at Norwich. Alexis should have I know, I was thinking about that, but who? You can't captain Alexis this week. What about Mesut Özil? You could captain him. It just seems like you're ceiling, limiting yourself. I mean, he has one goal all year. Yeah, like you don't. That's not. Like, that's not who you want to captain. Yeah, that's not. Ca- I mean, getting like a steady seven-point stream is lovely. Oh my god! I mean, he's but incredible. if you captain, but if you captain, captain, you're looking for that potential hat trick. God, that fucking post he had. Did you see that? The that post was so he had. Nice. That shot was so nice. So nice, but it was such a nightmare. Yeah. And I mean, like, if, if someone has Giroud, there's still no competition. I don't know. Yeah, but does anyone have Giroud? That's just something that thought. Does it, <laughs> also, does anyone have Giroud and not have Lukaku, Kane? Like, yeah. You know. All right, Cleans, what do you think? Wait, what about Liverpool? Do you think anything there? Home Swansea? I mean, last year, you fucking did them last year. Yeah. I mean, but, we sh- they're they're in the worst form of their lives. Yeah. But the thing about it is, I mean, you you said Coutinho looks like he's going to be fit for the weekend. Yeah, I think he'll skip out on Europa League and play the weekend. Play the weekend, but I'm still not sure about like what Klopp thinks about his formation in terms of like if they're home, like does he want a target man? He's going to start Benteke and change the formation, and like Benteke would be the captaincy option, versus keeping the like weird four three three shit and right. like. Then Coutinho would be the best option. Or Firmino's finishing against City was just abhorrent. Like he, yeah, but was, he was incredible was, though. No, he was amazing, but yeah. he was like Sterling finishing. Like he should have had <laughs> at least a brace. Yeah, he should have had a brace. Period. Like end of. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that he only had one goal was disgusting. <laughs> so I mean that that in of itself makes me not even really want to consider bringing him in because he's going to be relying on assists if that's his finishing, which I'm No, sure no, no. He, he is a really, really good finisher. That's just... That'll Bro, happen. he had three one-on-zeros, and he fucked them all up and shot them right into heart. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, historically, he's a guy who's a very, very good goal scorer for, yeah, like, Brazil I'm and in Bundesliga, so... Yeah, he did well for Hoffman. Yeah, I'm but not still, worried about that. Like, but the the guy that you would consider captaining is Coutinho. I, I, I can't. I, I don't. Yeah. I still think he's just like a sneaky differential. Like, I don't I don't ever yeah, will yeah, consider. Yeah. I will never consider him a captain. Yeah, they have such a nice run right now. Like, I wish Firmino was nailed. I wish I could double him. Like, if Firmino was nailed out of position, like, God. 
Their run yeah. is so good right now. But that's the thing is that you never know. Like I again, I mean, I mean, I'm not Liverpool sort, but I, I don't think that Klopp knows his best eleven. Oh no, no. I don't know if he's gonna yeah. just be the kind of manager where he's being trying to be so savvy to play such different, radically different teams. No, away he just doesn't home. know. Yeah, he just doesn't but, know. If but only like he you had got. Been, I was thinking about Lalana as like a. I not for him. not for myself, but like he's just like a cheeky option because Klopp obviously loves him and he's been really good. But you don't get assist points for dummies, unfortunately, or he'd be yeah. leaving the league in assists. So. Yeah, I mean he has like multiple amazing dummies every week. Every but. week, it's like ridiculous. But the thing with Liverpool is like, is he gonna try and just out? manage the opposing manager and bench his target man Benteke away because he was fit like he could have started I'm yeah. sure yeah I was surprised he, but it was yeah. a master class yeah but yeah I mean it was obviously a master and against because, Chelsea did the same yeah same thing so is it going to be the kind of thing where like oh he's like we're home against some ass fuck team like Benteke will start and he'll just like dominate yeah and then we I play so. away like yeah, so that makes them so ridiculously unpredictable that there is no captaincy shot there. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But it's still right. is a, it's still great to like own one of their players and someone we mentioned a couple of weeks ago is like Hendo at six six. Like he's gonna be. Yeah, he in should be back game. very very soon, and he'll be treatful. Have you guys gotten a pen all year? No. 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 Long may that continue. No more Sterling. No more. No more party. <laughs> it's Coutinho seems like the kind of guy that would draw several pens, but he doesn't. Yeah, really. but he's always like out of the box. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on to cleans. Okay, what do you say? Um, starting right at the top of the list is Watford at Villa, and Villa's just—they had that one. Their one positive, like pretty much all the year, was a nil-nil against City, which is you know impressive. And then they just get fucking shellacked. Like, I just, it's hard to imagine them scoring. It's weird. No, I agree. It's, so, like, if you really have Watford like, defenders, you're ecstatic right now. Yeah, I mean, Villa suck. Yeah. That should be like a 1 0 or 2 0, like a Gala brace. Yeah. Go. Yep. Uh, Everton at Bournemouth, I can see that. There's a clean there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Palace, Newcastle. I think one of those teams will keep a clean. I don't know who's going to win, but I think that's a 1-0 or a 2-0. I got to tell you, like as a Mitrovic owner, I probably pay a little bit more attention to their attack than the average human. And like, It's bad. It is bad, it's bad. dude. Yeah, he gets really a, he'll just go, he'll play 90 and get one shot from outside of the box. Yeah, that's bad. But yeah, like, it, what's, what's so annoying about Mitrovic is that like, I liked him... He scored in back-to-back games, one of them being that City game. And then remember that there was the Sunderland-Stoke game, and he, like, fucking dominated. He, mm-hmm. like, hit the post, was amazing. And then, but he didn't score, and now he's just fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Okay, sorry, Alon. Okay, well, anyway. He's, he's not long for your team, so you're fine. Yeah, I'll get rid of him. Uh, Stoke? Stoke, that's a clean, for they sure. They just can't well, stop cleaning. Probably not fuck is what is Hughes doing although I, I watched match of the day before we potted have, did you watch highlights for this game yeah of course yeah like Wolfshine should have had a penalty that was like the most blatant penalty ever he like Phillip? kicked Pele in the fucking shins when he was in the air yeah that's what Philip does he's just like so long and gangly that, and yeah that so was like looking. a blatant pen and then that reminded me of the Chelsea match when Butlin should have had a red card penalty. Yeah. So basically, like, what the fuck? they shouldn't even have cleans. Like, what's the, the, ra- the 
The refs are just conspiring against everything and everyone except for Stoke fans. The refs are just triple captaining Butland every week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Uh, West Brom at West Ham. That looks like a claim to me. That's going to be a park bus that they're not going to get through. Uh, yeah, could do. Although I think like I think West Ham have the type of team that can beat a park bus with like Carroll, Cuyate, and Lanzini. Yeah, I don't think like, so. Like just like crossing it in and just. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I think I West really Brom. I think it. that's a clean. That's gonna be like a nil nil. West Brom, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, Paul Swansea. I think there are goals there. Arsenal, yeah. Norwich. I think there are goals there. And Arsenal. Also, a little interesting thing about Arsenal. I was reading about Cochrane being out forever. Uh, well, Callum Chambers potentially filling in at CDM. Yeah, I. That's the thing that. Um, so I was reading an article somewhere, and it said the exact same thing, and. It was it was kind of eye-opening because I forgot about him because he was fucking horrible when he played central defense and he was yeah. just relegated to the bench forever. But yeah, like the first two names that come to mind are Arteta, who's garbage, and Flamini, who's not great but fine. And then, no, yeah, Callum bad. was like... Flamini's bad, play. dude. I think he's fine. I think he does a job, but he's not good. I don't know, I don't know what job he does. I think he's bad. He's not good. Okay. But then Callum is like kind of eye-opening, actually. Like I think he could do a really good job there, doing the same same role as Cochran, like sitting deeper, being really aggressive in tackles, making like the direct passes. Like I think he can fill mean, in nicely. I mean, he's four seven. Mm-hmm. They bought him for a lot of money. He's mm-hmm. had a couple of years to, or a year and a half to bet in. I think yeah. if he, I think there's a reasonable chance that he makes that job his own. Mm-hmm. And if so, I mean, a four-seven right into their defense is just outrageous. Yeah, out of position and, too. Yeah, and you know that he's gonna—he's like dire, you know, and you know he's gonna get up front for uh, for crosses and corners and shit for set pieces. Totally. So. Yeah, that's a really, really good shout. I didn't think it's about sneaky. that. It's sneaky, and the thing that's again, this is another thing is like we're all looking to make funds for Aguero, and he's the kind of player that you want to do for. But we have to wait and see what Wenger's. The, an eye into Wenger's mind to see if he's going to play because it's very reasonable that I mean could, for me I think that Arteta is just the most washed up piece of shit ever I yeah, don't I think know why sucks. they still have him I think he's awful yeah but, don't don't talk about it with producer Nate because he loves him whatever but <laughs> Fulmini is like like you said like he's sometimes okay like I don't know he's older he's French like that's French and French fucking like I don't know <laughs> but Chambers is like the future. Like, yeah, you didn't buy him to yeah. be benched for fucking Matthew Fulmini. Yeah, he sucks. No, totally. His, totally like, biotech agree. companies, he's a billionaire. Like, and he doesn't need to play that, football. And the fact that, like, Wenger shouted him out is, I think, really telling. Yeah. You know, because no, it would, yeah. the easy option is to just to be like, yeah, Flamini's in, like, whatever. We're still Arsenal. We're still good. That's the easy option. He went out of his way to shout him out in an interview, so. Yeah, I mean, he should because he sucks. So maybe he'll be my... Uh, my double swap guy. That'd be bad. That'd be actually bad. But again, I mean, Champions League game will tell a lot. Actually, I don't know if this will tell you anything because if Chambers starts, and he probably won't start on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I don't and know. if Arteta, if Flamini starts, and it's like, is that his first choice? Because like they need to win this game midweek, or yeah. is who saving Chambers? Yeah, hard to say. I don't know. You it's think they're going to keep it clean at Norwich? Am I am I a fucking idiot for still liking Norwich? Like I still feel like every time I see them they play good football. Am I a fucking no, idiot? I, 
No, you're not an idiot, but, like, they're bad. Obviously, like, they they're bad, but, nice. like, I, when, like, teams are at Norwich, my, my first reaction isn't, like, oh, clean. That's my first reaction. But, yeah, maybe it should be. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, like, oh, at Norwich, like, that's a clean. Because yeah. it's, like, oh, you have Cam. I mean, obviously, I'm striker, starting like, my Arsenal defender there, but, like, I don't know. I still kind of like You don't feel Norwich. comfortable about it? That's, no, that's fine. Yeah. But that's the thing. is like, this year is weird with clean sheets. Is like, if you don't feel comfortable, like, at Norwich, being a clean, then, like, when do you feel comfortable? Yeah, like? totally. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, we're it. running Let's pretty long. Teams. You want to move to our teams? Yeah, what do you want to do? Your team or my team? Um, I could start with mine because I finally had a good fucking week. <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> I had a great Tell week. I had it. 77. I rose, like, 30K places or something, so I'm 56K now. Um, yeah, I mean, you. we talked... Through this pod, we kind of went through our teams, but my I have De Gea and Elliot, um, I have Smalling, Bertrand, Moreno, Monreal, and Cameron, who I wish was fucking starting now. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, he got injured just... and just lost his spot. And now they keep a million cleans. Yeah. Uh, my mids really treated me this week. I have Barkley, I transferred in Coutinho, and then I have Sanchez, De Bruyne, both blanked. And then I captained Lukaku, I have Vardy, and I have Mitrovic. So I already kind of spoiled what I'm going for, but I'm trying to turn Mitrovic into Kuhn, um, and I'm semi-considering turning Mitrovic into Kane. But um, he's the obvious guy that needs to go, Mitrovic. Yeah, I mean, so you, if can't, I, you can't keep carrying him. Yeah, I can't, yeah. yeah. So... Especially with, like, two outstanding options available. He's, like, yeah. my one obvious weakness. Yeah. So, really, it's just the difference between... Uh, like, for me, we talked about this last episode, and I made it clear that I think we just keep Alexis, and I'd rather get rid of De Bruyne, especially if I'm getting Kuhn to get the City points. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I'm really looking, like, for Kuhn, I can... Do in a minus four, do Mitrovic and KDB out for Kuhn and one of the really cheap guys that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. probably Lingard. Yeah. Because um, I just can't afford Ali or Lanzini, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I were to do it to Kane, I can do Mitrovic. Wait, I want to pause for a sec. If yeah. you go back there, like, you can downgrade Smalling to like, anybody and get a good fourth midfielder. For a minus eight? Like minus eight. Yeah, that's good, the thing. I, I could take a minus eight and do that, too. I thought about that, yeah. Because also I have United coverage with De Gea, which yeah. is really nice. So, okay, yeah, minus keep going. eight's pretty extreme, but not as extreme when you're bringing in your captain and you're getting rid of a zero, which is Mitrovic. Yeah, basically. A blank, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I could totally do that. I could do, like... I, I talked about doing Smalling to Evans because he mm-hmm. lines up really well with my current defenders. Yeah. So I could do Smalling to Evans, Mitrovic to Kuhn, and then I could still afford, like, De or someone really good. Yeah, I mean, that would be more, way better than having to rely on... Uh... Lingard. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'd be tripling Everton, which we just talked about, is yeah, pretty is good. Pretty yeah. so many points. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Um... <laughs> then there's the. Could you imagine having De La Feo, Barkley, and Lukaku? You're fucking nuts. Oh my god, I'm just watching every Everton with my pants to the ankles, just going dude, to Barclay town. Dude, Barkley had 19 this week? Yeah, dude. 
He had a fucking brace and an assist and a clean and max bonus. Yeah, he's bad. That was just a bad <laughs> game, yeah. Um, then there's the Kane option, which is leaves me a lot more room, and it's only a minus four. Um, so that's Mitrovic to Kane, and then probably KDB again. And I could go a little more hardcore. I could go, like, I could even get Ericsson if I did that. I could go, like, Ericsson. Yeah, I, I could go Delefeu. I don't know that... I, I could even go IU, who they started to have some good fixtures. I don't love that. I'd rather go Kuhn. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Kuhn. I spoiled that earlier. I just, yeah. I want to make, it, it's bizarre, but Kuhn's a differential at this point. Yeah, and not for long. I mean, you know it's never for long. Not for long, but it's, let's just say all four of the main stable of forwards that we've been talking about score or do something this week. It's going to be really, really fucking hard for people to get rid, especially for minus fours and minus eights. Yeah, you're right. So I have like kind of a jump on people because I have a fucking shit-ass forward that I can just get rid of without even thinking about. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my move. I'm probably going to go the coon route. but Yeah, finally I had a fucking green arrow, which almost like wiped out all four or five of my consecutive red arrows. So that was nice. Yeah, I mean you had a really good week. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean you're back you're back up from like a few week of red arrows or yep. Oh, the, the dark age. Yeah. Talk to me. Um so yeah, I had a good week. I had a I rose like a thousand places, so I'm like sixteen K right now. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm in the same boat where I mean I have Lukaku Kane and Vardy. Um and I'm trying to figure out if I wanna keep keep Vardy and fuck around with defense and midfield, or if I'm going to take a drastic down downgrade from uh, De Bruyne to Lingard and do Vardy to Aguero. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'm looking at is, like, I mean, Mane has been the most worthless piece of kill myself ever yeah, in someone, midfield. <clears throat> someone uh, tweeted at me about Mane. He was yeah. like, Walsh, what are you doing? Yeah, I want to die. I that's what I want to do. I want to kill Mane and send him <laughs> to Senegal and never let him out of the African continent again because every fucking week I've had him, he's gotten me between zero and three points and never yep. a point above. Yeah. So I'm looking at like also another alternative option would be doing like a triple move with him, De Bruyne, and Mane to get like Mara. So I have that little fucking bullshit coverage feeling. Okay. Can I time out really quick? Yeah. You're number 14 right now in FMLFL League. You moved up a lot. But the I'm person right? you're tied with for 14, Lisa Franklin, has, like, the best team name I've seen all year, which is Shamak My Pitch Up. Yeah, that's good. That's fucking good. Yeah, that's really good. All right, go, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I just saying? My midfield. Yeah, killing Mane. I don't yeah, know. so Mane, I just want to fucking kill. Mm-hmm. And... If I do a triple move between him, De Bruyne, and Vardy out for Aguero, I could get Mares and then someone who's not like Lingard level of cheapness. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, I feel like isn't even like good. Like I don't. Yeah, I can't afford someone like Dele Wouldn't Fe. you get Delafeu? I couldn't. Like I would have to uh, then spend another minus four to like downgrade Collar up to someone like uh, Moreno or something. Uh, I thought Delafeu is cheaper than Mares. Yeah, yeah, he is. is, but I'm saying I have to free up so much funds from the Vardy to De Bruyne connection for yeah. Aguero that, like, Mane is still, like, he's not, like, that expensive, so I still wouldn't be able to afford two six pluses 
Let me oh, check. sorry. I just meant instead of Mara's, and then you'd still have to get like your Lingard. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I, that, yeah, no. I could do that for sure. Yeah. But totally. I'm thinking like I just I'm so skeptical of having someone that ridiculously lightweight yeah. as my fourth midfielder when I have one Yama as my fifth. Like. Yeah. Totally. I think that's just gonna set myself up to fail. So. Right. So. Would you consider maybe going Ali, even though he's suspended, and starting like a fourth defender or something? Not really, because my defense yeah. is a nightmare. But <laughs> I that's why we were talking earlier. So another route I'm looking at is keeping Vardy and keeping De Bruyne and Sanchez and finding some funds from defensive up downgrades to do Mane to Silva. Mm. And then my midfield would be De Bruyne, Silva, Alexis, and Otzel. And I would go without Aguero. And I would captain Lukaku, Kane, or Silva, if need be, uh, till the wild card. Which is so sick. Like, yeah. yeah, we talked a little bit about it. It's just like, if there were if there were a way to get four forwards, everyone would have four forwards. Yeah. Since there's not a way to get it, you have three of the four best, and then you have two elite midfielders who are probably going to equal or better Kuhn's points. And, like, that... That just like eliminates coon, your coon, your lack of coon. Yeah, the problem is like I would be uh, like essentially covering the points, but Vardy, it's just so fucking frustrating with Vardy because it's like he's gotten such regular returns and he's so cheap that it's so difficult to justify upgrading him all the way up to thirteen million when he's I I have him at selling value as under seven million. Yeah, and Kane and Lukaku has mentioned ad nauseum on this pod that they are both very viable explosive captaincy options. That yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can, if I can just do like Kolarov to I don't know Moreno, Protal to like Volshide and afford Mane to Silva, having mm. that midfield and not having to have a piece of fucking shit who might get rested and is probably a two pointer every week like yeah. the Goslings and Kings and Lingards of the world that we were discussing earlier having those four premiums at mid, and Vardy is still going to fucking get points. I don't give a shit about the fixtures. Like, he's getting yeah. so many chances. And no, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm just leaning towards also doing that. So, I'm leaning both ways, and I just want someone else to make a decision for me. I know. Just toss a fucking coin, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you can't get rid of Vardy right now. That's you just thing. can't. You can't. You can't. You just and, a- absolutely cannot. I mean, Kane's stats have been off the page. Like, Aguero in his best day will try to match his stats. Like, yeah. Kane's shots in the box, shots Oh, I mean, Kane. Kane's not even in this yeah. discussion. You're and not. Lukaku. I mean, he's coming off of, like, 12, 8, 14, like, best Yeah, you're not ever. losing Kane or Lukaku. Yeah, but that's the thing. is, And that's, again, we're back at square one. Vardy or Aguero. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Man. That's the pod. Do you have two frees? Yeah, I have two frees. Man. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the fuck to do with one of them. Yeah. Because whatever I do with one transfer will lead me into my next transfer. Yeah, so well, the kind you, of thing you gotta like, get rid of Protal, right? Yeah, I do, but like, and that's the kind of thing. Like, I could just do like a harmless like Protal to Volshide, like save point two, like float the other. But if I want to do a more significant upgrade, like a Mane to Silva, then I would rather probably do like a Kolarov out to get more fun, so I have more flexibility. Because yeah. maybe I would not do the Protal move. I would do something like Yanmat to like someone who's not like fucking Simpson. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would have to get those like point five. So like I would have more flexibility if I do that, but it's just so much riskier. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I would I would oh, man, it's hard to be passive, but your team is fucking good. 
Yeah, and the temptation for me is for you to just fix Protal and float your transfer and have two next week. Yeah, I mean, I could do Protal to Volscheid is a good move. I save a couple, and I have someone to start this week. Yeah. So I could bet. But that's the other thing. It's like Jan Mott's good at Palace because we're terrible. Kolarov yeah. I want to start every week, and then Evans has a good fixture. It's like, do I want to waste a transfer on like Protal to someone who I would bench? So why don't you do Protal to Simpson? I could do. I mean, yeah, you're going to bench him every week, but Save you're saving, couple. like, what, 0. 0.7 or something? It would be, like, a 0. 0.3 difference to Volshite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's even still, like, that's... It, I'd rather save... Yeah, okay. I need to think about it. But, that yeah. I mean, this is where I'm thinking. Wow, what a pod. Yeah, it's a good pod. That good. was a good pod. That was a good, that was a good fucking pod. Okay. Yeah, fucking listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, apps, all that shit. Uh, follow us on Twitter, join the league. Twitter's FMLFPL. Keep the emails coming in. All your questions and rate my teams, FMLFPL at Gmail. Um, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>